Yo, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Demo Listen. I'm Gray. I'm joined as always by my co-host Nathan. We do a very simple podcast in which we listen to punk, hardcore, metal, and adjacent forms of music that people send in to us. It's typically our first time hearing the releases in question, and we honestly react to whatever it is that we're hearing. Sometimes we like stuff, sometimes we don't, but we encourage you to support the stuff that you do enjoy, whether or not we like it is totally immaterial. Uh, Go ahead and buy records, see bands, buy t-shirts, support bands that you like. Uh, Again, doesn't matter. Keep keep this in mind. I sometimes I feel like maybe people think that I'm just paying lip service to this idea. Like I'm just getting out a disclaimer to get out of the way of any criticism. No, truly, if you as a grown adult think that spewing your opinions into the ether imbues them with any sort of innate value, you are wrong, and we don't operate under that delusion no. here. We're just assholes who have to run our mouths about things that we consume. These are not mystical incantations. They are not mystical incantations. We are not. We are not manifesting anything. We are not doing chaos magic rituals on this well, show. I mean, we are we sometimes, are constantly. constantly. But if if they're happening, they're not obvious, and you haven't detected. That's them. the thing. That's the thing about chaos magic. You're right. Exactly. Right. Right. Is so, it working? I don't. Know. I don't know. All I know is everything's worse all the time. Right. Yes. So right. You know, so, I'll take credit. Come to your own conclusions, I guess. But we're not mysticists. We're not even Freemasons. No, we're not even Freemasons, unlike some bands. Unlike some people. <laughs> unlike some bands in this world. Uh, the format of the show is very simple as well. We have 10 bands in the queue every week. Everything is listener-submitted. We roll some dice and randomly select usually between five and seven bands per episode. Talk about them. That's all there is to it. If you want to submit music, it's demolistenpodcast at gmail.com. Just make sure the release is a year or less old from the time of submission. If you want to call in, it's 260-222-8341. Just keep your message a minute and a half or under or shoot us a text. And if you want to become a Patreon subscriber, it's patreon.com slash demolistenpodcast. I'm a little stuffed up, so if I sniffle a little, if I cough a little bit, you know, that's why we took the week off last week. I mm. got my, my yearly upper respiratory that I get around this time of year. There's just something about going from 60-degree weather to 20-degree weather in the course of 24 hours that my body just can't handle. Yeah. So there you go. I don't really have... I, it's I, been a while. It, I you have, were sick. Yeah. You're gone. Your mustache is gone. Yeah. It's, see, that was an accident. It's yeah. yeah, that was a fucking accident. I feel I'm feeling really sapped of my power. You should you should but you should take this opportunity to just take a little turn. Do without for a little while. I don't think I can. You can. I don't think I can, you man. Can. I think I I'm I'm going to grow it back as okay. soon as humanly possible okay. because I feel like I feel like uh, I've been disconnected from like the my my channeling source. You sound like a fucking beardo. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. You start putting some oils and balms in. Yeah, and I'm out. gonna start curling it up yeah. and stuff too. Yeah, you sound like a fucking beardo. I'm gonna start some. Uh, I think I think you're too dependent on, it, and that's why I think you need to make a change. Uh, okay, I'm too dependent on the mustache. I see. Um, yeah, no, that was an accident. But I, yeah, no, genuinely, I feel I feel fine. The first the first day, I was worried, and then I was like, you know what, I'm doing just fine out here. Um, so despite the fact that it's been two weeks since we've recorded, I looked at my notes just to think, to, to remind myself, what, what thoughts have I had over the course of two weeks, over the course of the last two weeks? And here's the one. Okay. The one thing the one. I wrote down, which is a question to you, and I guess to our listenership. Have you ever been called, have you ever been called handsome by an older black woman? There's no feeling like it. No. Uh, I have many times in my life, but it's decreasing in frequency as I get older because I get less handsome. Yeah. Um, but I got one the other day, and I've been on cloud nine ever since. Was Nothing, it after you shaved your mustache? No, it was not. It was prior to me shaving my mustache. I can't remember the exact social setting that I was in. I can't remember if I was 
purchasing something from her or if she was just in line with me, we were having some sort of shared social experience. But she said something about me being so handsome. And I was like, well, thank you so much. And ever since then, I've just been floating along. Nothing, can, tu- nothing can touch me anymore. Okay. If you've had any experiences, dear listener, I, it's hard to explain. But coming from, at least as a white kid, it coming from an older black woman means something different than coming from an older white woman. And the thing, the reason that I figured, <laughs> the reason that I have landed on that over the years is because every time I've gotten especially in in the Midwest, every time I've gotten a compliment from like a a 65, 70-year-old white woman, I'm always like, if I were black, she wouldn't have said that, right? It's always always tarnished by the thought of like, this person's probably racist. Right. Whereas if I get it from a 70-year-old black woman, it's like she's crossing racial divides just to go out on a limb by talking to like a white guy with face tattoos anyway. You're you're automatically prejudiced that somebody else is going to be prejudiced. Right, yes. Yes. Yeah, exactly. It's just I... But then even you are automatically prejudiced that somebody else isn't prejudiced if they're going out of the way to talk to you. I lost you at some point during yeah. the course of that yeah. reasoning I cycle, know. but yeah, it's sure. Your I'll own def- bias. I'll defer it. Yeah, well, sure. My own biases play into it at every step of the way, right? right? But there's just something about getting it from an older black woman, and I think many dozens of people that I have encountered over the course of my life will attest to the truth of this fact. There's just something different about it. So if you've had an experience like that recently, go ahead, write in. Write in tell us about it. It's a, it's a transcendent experience. It, okay. it, will put you, it will put you up on cloud nine. It'll make you bulletproof for the, at least the rest of your day. I, it's, uh, no, that's never happened to me. Okay. <laughs> it's ne- but it's never happened to me the other way either. <coughs> what, which way is that? Like, a, like an older white woman. Okay. Or a person in general. Okay. <laughs> person's never just been like aren't you a handsome man my grandmother <laughs> that's something right. i guess yeah. my spouse sure yeah but that's never it. never a stranger in in public no okay dude i don't think you realize the difference between you and me in public i, I might not despite this despite what you think is like off-putting facial tattoos and stuff sure yeah no people do not people move visibly move away from me when I when I move into a space. Yeah, for sure. I well because I don't carry I, yeah, we don't carry ourselves the same way. I in fact I'm always kind of shocked when people are not receptive to me in public and then you'll sometimes remind me, "Do you know how you fucking look?" and I'm yeah. like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot about that." Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. So sure. no, I mean people just actively move away from me when I, I was sure. shopping today. Yeah. And actually I was fucking irritated that somebody was not moving the fuck away from me while I was trying to do something. Right. Um but yeah, I mean that's just what it is. Okay, I, I could, I, I could go. I, I bet you that if if I didn't actually in like initiate engagement with somebody, yeah, I bet you I could go weeks without having to randomly talk to anybody. I bet that's probably true in public. Yeah, I bet that's true. There's something about me that people just feel very uh, Girl Scouts. They know I'm going to buy their cookies. Sure. Yeah. So a girl, well, Girl me. Scouts can spot a mark, man. Yeah, they, they know I'm going to buy them for sure. So they'll talk to me. But no, I, I mean, I could I could go weeks if I didn't if I didn't inter, like initiate. There's some sort of approach innate approachability about me because people love talking to me in public, and yeah. I don't know what the fuck it is because I don't think I put off an approachable vibe. I'm not nearly as repellent as you, right? But I don't necessarily think I put off an approachable vibe. I'm not wearing a happy look when I'm in public. Yeah. 
Um, I usually have headphones in in an attempt to actively signal no, that I don't want to engage. Look. And you're suspicious of people that do, right? No, for you're sure, always yeah. suspicious of somebody has a happy look. Very much so. Right. Yeah. So ne neutral looks. Yeah. But neutral look for me is already a negative. Sure. All right. Happy look for me. Yeah. Shit, <laughs> You walking around in public with a grin on your face Yeesh. would be really scary. Yeah. Really. Something scary happened stuff. or is gonna happen. <laughs> Something might be about to happen. Yeah. And nobody's going to be smiling at the end of it except right. for you. Right. Right. Okay. Um, so I think you have something pertinent to discuss. Well, I finished watching Beauty and the Beast. Exactly. I'm going to tell you this right now. Yeah. They were on to something with season three. And it was just abandoned too soon. But they fucked up because they, they, they in, in pursuing the uh, all-important, ever-important male viewership. Yeah. Because I'm going to tell you, season three, from a male perspective, uh -huh. kind of fucking ruled. Okay. Right? Yeah. But in pursuing male, the all-important male demographic, right. they absolutely shattered any credibility they had and uh, destroyed it. Okay. But the female lead in season three, uh -huh. much more interesting character than Catherine. No shit. Yes. Okay. Much more interesting. All right. The storylines, it's not fucking like thing of the week, emergency of the week. Right. And then like... Those two blithely just sort of like languishing in each other's arms in the sewers while they listen to fucking the symphony above. Sure. Right? It's not this, like, you know, when you watch season three, you realize, like, what the fuck are they thinking in seasons one and two? Why yeah. didn't they just do this from the start? Because this fucking rocks. This is awesome. Yeah. Right? It wasn't George R. R. Martin's vision, I guess. No, but he's still on it. Okay. He's still a producer. Sure. But, like, nah, man, season three, I was like, damn. Because, like, the first ten episodes of season three, uh -huh. pretty legit. All right. I'm, I'm looking forward to making it there. Pretty legit. Okay. So, yeah. They Every went after the dudes. Sure. But too little too late. Yeah, exactly. I, well, again. As that we TV show would still be on uh -huh. if they just went after dudes from the get-go. You think it'd still be on a, Sim a Simpsons-style run? They just end. They're in season right. thirty-eight yes. of Beauty and the Beast. Yes, um, dude, the Beauty and the Beast shit is getting out of control. Austin, who throws distorted mess fest down in Lexington, said that he just announced the lineup and the repos are headlining this year. I can't go because we're playing the pre-fest show the day before with speed plans, and then the actual day of the fest, we're playing with speed plans up in Detroit at Edgeman. Mm -hmm. um, but. He said anybody who dresses, like, not half-ass, but no no half-stepping, but really anybody who does a Vincent cosplay from Beauty and the Beast can get into the fest for free. See, somebody's going to steal the thunder. we got to move on TunnelCon. We have to move on TunnelCon. we got to sure. move Cause, on TunnelCon. Because uh, if not, somebody more motivated than us is going to just put it together. And, and Which could be literally anybody. It could be. It's not hard to be motivated, more motivated <laughs> no. than us. It's probably quite easy, yeah. in fact. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So. Okay, cool. You got anything else? Because the only thought, evidently, the only thought I've had over the past two weeks is just that one that I jotted down. I know I've had more, and I just have failed to to jot any of them down. My life has been replete with like total incidental personal beef over yeah. the past couple of weeks, but nothing interesting enough to bring up on the show. Yeah, you know, um, no Escuela grind level, uh, you know, revelations about my Freemason membership. Is that really a big deal? No, it's not a big deal. And here's how I'll, I'll tell you how I know because. My grandpa was a Freemason for a while. My dad is a Freemason yeah. now. And guess what? I'm a 34-year-old man with a roommate. So yeah, being yeah. in the Freemasons does not afford you access to, No, but I mean, like, like is, that, is that a big deal with, like, the kids? 
what being a Freemason? Yeah, like I know, I know, like if you're in the Gordon Sully motherfuckers, yeah, you know what I mean. Like their fucking heads are exploding if they hear you're in the Freemasons. For sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. right, you're right, right. Yeah, but as the yeah, as a kid, I don't think so. I think the only reason that it was made an issue in this particular instance is because evidently Homeboy from that band was bragging that his Lodge brothers were helping to fund his band. Yeah, lean into it. Fuck it. I would that's what we were saying before we started recording, which is like if I were in a situation where I were a Freemason yeah. and my Lodge brothers were going to fund my band, yeah. I would be incredibly transparent about yes. that. And it would oh, man. it would be part of the shtick. It I would just be like, yeah. we're a Freemason hardcore band. We're, we're getting yes. funded by the Illuminati. If you're not afraid of the Freemasons, yeah. you, will you're, you're, you will be. Right. right. Yeah, exactly. I would, I would spread disinformation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It would just be... And that's what we were saying before we started recording. You know, I'm not going to rehash. You can go on Lamb Goat or whatever to, to read about. I'm not going to read any of it. All I know is that I saw in the text that somebody in Esquela Graham was in uh, the Freemasons. Right, yes. All, all, all I'm saying is that the, the main issue here is, is merely it's an optics issue. It's you're, you're, making, you're making PR mistakes by not leaning into it, and, it being, really, and being evil. Really. Because you can just say, yeah, we're bad people. We're scary boogeymen. Don't book us. We're in the Illuminati. Right. We, treat, we, treat our, we treat everyone like shit. Right, yeah, And exactly. we get away with it because yeah. one of us is in the fucking Freemasons. Right, exactly. One of us is a 33rd degree Freemason. Right, we got connections to Skull and Bones. You have no idea. Halliburton. You have no idea. The connects go deep. He's been in the fucking archives of the Vatican. Right. Yes. He's got relics and artifacts of unimaginable power. <laughs> exactly, dude. Right. To me, this would be this would this this is a blessing, not even in disguise. It's just full all yes. full out a blessing. Yes, like suddenly all what this what this becomes then if I'm in that band. Yeah. A total transformation of the band. Of course, dude. Right? Yeah. A total transformation of the band. Absolutely. Right? Yes. New new look. Yep. Right? New personas. Yeah, of course. Dude. Right? Yes. New attire. Right. Everything. Of course. It's it's obvious. It's a given. It's not... I even, mean... You don't even have to think about holy it. Holy shit. The world just handed you this to run with. Right. Exactly. So, there you go. It just goes to show, man. Everybody's weak. Everybody's cowards. Nobody's I, I equipped even, to do I, it. I wouldn't even perform. I wouldn't even fucking perform until we did some sort of fucking Masonic rite. Of course, On dude. stage. Of course. Yeah. And then I would have people checking at the door to make sure that you're actually allowed in. Like, right. there would be tears. Right. right? Yeah, and only yeah, the yeah, most yeah. initiated would even be allowed to approach right. the fucking stage. Yeah, of course. See, this, is, this is all just so apparent to people like you and I. And these cowards can't do anything with it except oh, for run from we're it. We're sorry. Yeah, man. Come on. Weak. Weak. Weak as fuck, man. In fact, I wanna I'm gonna talk to my dad about trying to get into the Freemasons. Dude, let's get into the Masons. Let's get into the fucking Masons. Let's get dude. in. You yeah. and me, let's get into the oh, Masons. Shit, dude. Fuck yeah, dude. That would be what a new dimension right. it could add. I'll do whatever day. you need me to fucking do. Right. Just let me in. Just so that people can be like, hey, you know those guys are fucking Freemasons? Like you're goddamn right yeah, I am. You're goddamn right I am. And you don't know shit about That's what right. happens in those That's hallowed right. halls. You know the comptroller? I fucking do. <laughs> yeah, we know the comptroller of Allen County. That's our big claim to <laughs> yeah. fame, dude. I fucking know him. Yeah, man. Yeah, we're operating behind the scenes in the hallowed halls of power. That's right. And that's how we're getting booked on all these cool shows. That's right. <laughs> that's right. That's how we're buying onto the Napalm Death Tour. 
Okay, cool. Well, uh, we'll uh, we'll update you if we uh, if we decide to become Freemasons. Um, I have like mentioned it to like I haven't mentioned becoming a Freemason to my dad, but I have talked about it a little bit. Um, and uh, he said he he kind of fudged it because technically you have to like quote unquote believe in a higher power, but you don't have to specify what it is. You just right. have to say, yeah, I believe in a higher power. And my dad is not a religious or spiritual man in any regard. And he yeah. was just like, yeah, sure, I do. Yeah, just to get in. Yeah, right. And they all fucking do. Yeah. But then that's the thing. Uh -huh. That's the thing, though. Once you're in deep enough, yeah, you discover that higher power. Yeah, and now you, yeah, exactly. Right? You know what you're right. Yeah, for sure. You discover this the, the serpent coiled right around the obelisk. Yes, right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and I can't wait. I can't wait because we are going to be this time next year. We're going to be thirty second degree. Easy, easy. I mean, it's like it's like it's it's well, it's <coughs> like fucking badges, right? You just got to do some shit. You just have to risk. As far as I am aware. Because a lot of this stuff has been demystified. I think you just got to, like, recite verses and stuff and yeah. and walk around with blindfolds on wearing robes. It sounds like so much fun, dude. Yeah. It honestly sounds like the very type of escapism and, like, mystical adventure that we're bemoaning we can't have. Yeah. Turns out it's just down the fucking street in that big windowless building. Yeah, no shit. But the thing is... I think those are the highlights, but then the, the bare-bones reality of a normal lodge meeting is, like, a potluck with, like, bald guys with goatees. Whatever. You know? Right? Yeah, it's probably still pretty chill. It probably is pretty chill. You get access to, like, a nice, well-maintained clubhouse. Yeah. That's, like... Yeah, there's no downside. There's no fucking downside. There is no... I, I, I'm actually going to have to talk... I, I'm going to talk to my dad about becoming a once, Freemason, once I you're think. you're in, and then you get me in. Yeah, of course. Yeah, okay. I'm going to get into the Freemasons, and then I'll get you in. Yeah. Okay, cool. Let's then, talk to the drummer of Esquela Grind. Yeah, why the fuck not? Yo, get us in the Freemasons. Hey, Jesse. Jesse, my man. I don't really like your band. A lot of people I mean, honestly, the band isn't bad. It's I fine. just don't give a shit. Yeah, 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 sure. But, like... Give me the Masons, man. I think my pops can pull some That shit's fucking cool. I think... My, okay, listen. Uh, okay. The 2024 demo listen... May, overarching goal for Demolition in 2024. TunnelCon. TunnelCon. We got we to gotta do a tunnel fest. Yep. TunnelCon, join the Freemasons. But if we join the Freemasons, we get access to a kick-ass fucking venue where we can hold tunnel fest. Oh, that's actually true. That's, and, actually, ac that's actually true. Shit. And the fucking venue has tunnels. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, okay, all right. Okay, now, okay, yeah, okay, now yeah. we're there. The, see, tunnel fest is held... In a secret lair of tunnels uh -huh. where a secret society operates. Yeah, this is great. Yeah, this was right in front of us the whole time. It just took a squala grind getting called out for being Freemasons to unlock it. Chaos magic, my friend. That's chaos magic. That is action. chaos magic, right? Yeah, sure. the, the universe exerted its will on a squala grind so yeah. that it could be our guiding North Star. Yeah, that's exactly right. Okay, cool. Well, I'm excited to provide everybody with updates over the coming months as I become a Freemason. And then and then I will and too. And then, then, then Nate. <laughs> so, all right, so the cue this week. We have got mulch with nothing grows out of dried flowers, which I, I guess is true. Um, so this is a band out of Montreal, Quebec. It was sent in by Will, who plays in the band, said that it's just kind of a fun project. Um, with a drummer and a guitarist who don't really listen to hardcore, and this okay. is just kind of an experiment to see, like, hey, what would that be like? 
I'll tell you what it's like. The drummer of our band didn't start liking hardcore until like three years ago. That was a little more than three. Yeah, maybe maybe more at this point. It's about yeah. f- maybe six. Yeah, 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 for sure. Two of those years don't really count because of the pandemic. Yeah. But the first several years of being in a band with us, he full stopped in. <laughs> yeah, and then he work. suddenly was like, hey, negative approach is pretty good. Oh. We're like, yeah. Yeah, no shit, What dude. the fuck, dude? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the party, my friend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, next up, we've got Leaking Head. This was sent in by Jake, who plays guitar for this band and is one of the co-hosts of the Kings of Punk podcast. Um, I already listened to this track and a few tracks off of their new EP that just dropped like three days ago, and it is fucking sick. He sent in uh, the song and video for Get Rich and Die. The next thing we've got up is Mutant Jeans with their self-titled EP. It was sent in by TJ, our buddy TJ out of Pittsburgh. This is a band out of NYC. Uh, TJ said it reminded him of Reagan Youth. Mm, that that w- is really nice art. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's totally taken from some 70s pulp. Yeah, but it looks, it looks really fucking yeah, I got to figure out where it comes from, man. Uh, then we have got Mindless with Let Him Know. This was sent in by Briz from Chicago. Um, said that uh, he suggested the the title track on here and noted that it's a little bit long at three minutes, but that he would rather listen to that than eight minutes of some nerd making one-man black metal in his basement <laughs> every week and noted how punishing he finds that. So thank you, Briz. Uh, then we have got Roscop with their split with Sick Destroyer. Now, I believe this was sent in by our friend Andy um, because okay. it is the Hot Dog Lover 420 email okay. address, yeah. which is one of Andy's many handles. Andy doesn't break kayfabe in public and uh, actively let anybody know that he actually still enjoys music. But believe it or not, the man still buys records and actively enjoys music, despite no, he what he would have you think. He doesn't. Okay. Next up, we have got Stunner with their Wage Cage EP. This was sent in to us by our buddy John. We've had Stunner on the show before. When they dropped their demo, I booked Stunner at the house last year or the year before, and I thought they were pretty good. Mm -hmm. Then we have got The Breath with Reasonless Hate. This is a Japanese band that just put out this 7-inch on Convulse Records. It was sent in by Amos, who plays in Destiny Bond and helps out with Convulse. Um, Amos said that this is like... uh, kind of youth crew informed like ripping japanese hardcore stuff yeah i don't know this showed up in my inbox me i've gotten so many emails from like various fucking bands and labels and stuff i have not listened to any new music i have not listened to any music that was recorded after like 1991 in the past two weeks okay fair enough i don't know yeah i haven't listened to a lot of new stuff in the last couple weeks but for a week of that, I've just been in bed. So, mm. um, Next up, we have got SOS, SOS with Suicide of a Species, uh, their demo. This was sent in by Sutton. Um, I saw this come out the other day. Like I think it dropped back in November, so that's not really the other day. I'm officially an old man now. Um, this came out back in November on Fortress Records out of South Florida, and uh, Sutton said we might just write this off as like uh, generic power violence, but he thought it was pretty good. Then we've got Aret with the Madness. I feel like we've had this band at least in the queue before. I don't know if we actually played them. Yeah, it um, looks familiar. This came out on 1753. It was sent in by our buddy Reuter. It shares members of some bands. Um, I can't remember. I think it's members of like Repeat Offender and some other bands, uh, but playing like goth rocky, death rocky shit. And then last up, we got a returning submission, Narrow Arrow. This is another self-submission from Cody who plays in the band who noted that they didn't make it uh, last week or the week before rather, and uh, he figured he'd try his hand at it again. So let's roll the dice, see what's up first. Okay. One. All right, one is Mulch with Nothing Grows Out of Dried Flowers. This is a band from Montreal, Quebec. 
Um, so let's see. Um, the song that was recommended to us is the fifth one. So we are going to listen to Scrawls by Mulch off of Nothing Grows Out of Dried Flowers. by Mulch off of Nothing Grows Out of Dried Flowers. How'd you feel about that? Is this the one with a couple people, at least two of the people that don't listen to punk uh, rock? According, according to the submitter, don't really listen to, to hardcore. Kind of shows. Yeah, for sure. I liked it, though. Yeah, it was interesting. It added, it added sort of an interesting, sort of unexpected, uh, noisy layer to it. Yeah, I would agree. That took this out of the realm of being um, basically just stompy female fronted or female sounding fronted hardcore femme fronted femme yes fronted sure yeah hardcore of the of the day right sure right yeah, yeah. um to uh something that was a bit noisier and kind of a bit more interesting yeah yeah i would agree with that this is one of those things where it it sounds kind of squarely of the basement but in a way that is like familiar and comforting to me right it's a little bit outside the box it's the kind of thing you see in a DIY art space or a basement and kind of reinvents itself and has reinvented itself various times over the course of the last 30 or so years. You get various types of iterations of this shit where you have like maybe two dyed in the wool hardcore punk aficionados and two outsiders that just kind of want to play loud, heavy music. Yeah. And that equation adds up to something that's pretty interesting. It's not something that I actively seek out a lot of the time, but that I'm never mad at when I hear it. Well, it's know? real hit or miss, right? Sure, like yeah. if, if you're going with the tried and true genre exercise, you know what you're getting by and large. Sure. Right? Yeah. This is a bit more hit or miss, right? Right, yeah. 
there's there's not really any sort of like indication as to far as what you're getting into with the artwork here right and then just right up front when they said you know some of these folks don't really give a shit yeah okay well what's this could this could be fucking awful then right yeah sure i think i think just straight up as a listening experience this was a lot more enjoyable than it could have been based on that description and i also think the fact that this kind of leaned into what on its face was a pretty stompy, stripped-back approach to kind of hardcore du jour. You know, some reverby mm -hmm. like, femme vocals over just, like, a floor-tom-heavy, stompy beat. But then threw in what could be perceived as a slightly artier or noise-rock edge to it. It worked pretty well. I mean, it puts it in the same category as some shit that is decidedly more popular and four posers, but still pretty decent in its own right you know shit like Mets or Idols or something like that yeah. you know what I mean yeah but with a more DIY basement edge to yeah it, which exactly just makes it feel a little bit more authentic yeah, yeah. so yeah I, I thought it, I thought it was pretty good yeah not bad not bad especially just as a, a fun uh, what was described as just like a fun project and kind of an experiment with your homies so yeah um, all right what's next five okay this is the uh, new stunner so this is uh, their Wage Cage EP just came out on February 16th, so three days ago as of the recording of this show. Um, now, this is for people who all enjoy hardcore. Confirmed, known for a fact, everybody, everybody in this band enjoys hardcore punk music and is actively endeavoring to make it. So, um, yeah, when we, had the, when we had the demo on here, I kind of spoke about it. It was like of... And I don't throw this description out lightly, and I wasn't cast, ca casting aspersions, but like the demo was straight down the middle, gel core. Like, sure. in its aesthetic, in its production style, sure. like everything, it was unabashedly uh, indebted to gel specifically. Sure. Right? And yep. I thought that that kind of hobbled it a little bit just because it was so clearly. Uh, aiming to to replicate a specific band that is currently playing, but I still thought it did a pretty good job at it. And when I saw them live, not only were they people that I enjoyed being around, but I thought they had good energy, they sounded good, and they were a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm interested to see if this new EP kind of like stretches the sonic boundaries a little bit. So the song that was recommended to us is the second one, so we're going to listen to Right to Work by Stunner off of their Wage Cage EP. <laughs> was right to work by stunner off of their wage kgp and yeah i i actually think that did move away from just straight up gel worship it's still in the same general family of hardcore as like you know mid-tempo indebted to hoax indebted to gag for sure yeah. 
but I liked the fact that the vocal delay was gone on this. Yeah. It wasn't leaning in. Because, I listen, unlike some people, I don't have any issue with this. I've talked about it on the show before. You can hear vocal delay utilized in much the same way as it currently is, dating back to hardcore from 1983. You can, 40 years. You can hear it on, on the Legless Bull EP. 40 years of vocal delay. Yes. You can, you can hear it on the Legless Bull EP by Government Issue. You can hear it all over, like, uh, you can hear it all over, um, like, the Fugitive Family EP. It, it's uh, it's on a lot of the Why Die stuff. Like, so I'm not turned off by that in the same way that some people are, but I do understand the complaint that it can sometimes just be, like, a crutch for a weak vocalist. I liked hearing the vocals a little bit more upfront and impactful on this recording than I did on the demo, and it seems, it just feels a little bit less like you're like, hey, this is what we're going for with this. It's still very mid-tempo, stompy, Tom-heavy, simple riff, hardcore of the moment that is very much at home next to Spy or Gel or any number of bands in that world on a bill. But just like the demo, I thought it was a real good crack at it, you know? It's just worth listening to the rest of the songs. For I mean, sure. This is, by, this is by far the shortest song on here by, yeah. like, 30 seconds. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, so it'd be interesting to see what they do with, uh, you know, a two-minute song sure, and so yeah. forth. Um, but, yeah, I thought this was just fine. Yeah. I'll check out the rest of it. I'll uh, see what see what goes on to, you know, see what goes on with those other tracks and see if I, I walk away th- feeling the same thing because I felt like this was a bit more stripped down and bare bones than maybe what they were going for earlier. Yeah, I would agree. It was just, uh, it was more straight up and straightforward, which I kind of appreciated about it. Uh, so yeah, I'll probably listen to the rest of this. And like I said, I already think the band is good live and I had a yeah. good time watching them when they came through. So Class, I mean, classic, classic lyrical material. Sure. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yep. Re- retread, uh, you know, since day one in the punk and hardcore world. And even predating punk and hardcore, really. So, um, predating, predating. Well, you know, I bet, I bet you, if you went back, like I don't know, to the popular music of uh, Assyria, uh-huh. this this sentiment this is echoed se- amongst the people. There's an, almost no doubt in my mind, right? Yeah. You know that Assyrians were probably just smoking hash and jerking off, and sure. they, they're gonna fucking hate going to work the next day into whatever it is they got to do. Absolutely, man. Right? Yeah. I mean, making wh- making fucking like clay tiles so the people can write shit. One of one of I my work at the clay tile factory. <laughs> one of my the most fascinating components of researching history for me is just being faced repeatedly with the idea that human beings have always been fundamentally it's, the same. Yeah, it's it doesn't matter where you go, it doesn't matter when you go. The only thing that matters is like the technology of the era. Yeah, exactly. A thousand years from now, whatever the fuck is left of us. Yeah, you know. You know, I, 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 I work at uh, I work at the child bone ash factory. <laughs> right? Yeah, sure. It's gonna be the same old right? thing, man. I'm sifting through the nuclear mausoleums of the year twenty four hundred. Yeah. Right? Right. And uh, I'm pulling out the unradiated bones of children to make bone ash. Yeah. So that man. we can fertilize our gardens. The nine to five grind of yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. All right, what's next? Six. All right, six is SOS, SOS, Suicide of a Species, with their demo. This is the thing that came out on Fortress Records, which I big up Fortress before. They just dropped the new Collateral 7-inch, which I have to imagine most of our listeners have already listened to. 
good old-fashioned classic regular hardcore it's fucking awesome i love the new collateral seven inch i loved the collateral demo um but i have not listened to this sos set that i i don't know why SOSF. i can yeah, i keep wanting to add I, I i know i keep wanting to add an extra an extra letter on the end there is joining the masons the same thing as joining a crew uh, it's, it's the old world equivalent. It is, right? Yeah, but for this, sure. But the Masons? Yeah. They got their shit together. Well, the other thing is... Yo, um, I'm telling you right now. Yeah. Any one of those fellas in that picture there, that Masons picture? Yeah. Don't call them at 3 o'clock in the morning. That's what I'm saying. On a fucking Thursday. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, so the, I think the primary difference is that nobody in my lodge is going to call me up to have to do violence over right. an interpersonal beef that they have. Right. And that's at the age of thirty-four. Yeah, that's right. That's perfect. what I'm trying to duck. You know what I perfect. mean? Perfect. That's perfect. What they're what they're gonna do yeah. is talk to their buddy who's an electrician, right? And can probably fucking solve this breaker breaker issue, no problem. That see, that's exactly. If I'm gonna be in a fraternal Dude, order, yes, that's what I, I want. Yo, if I'm if I'm gonna be in a fucking crew, yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah, yeah. I want like tangible material return, not just of fucking course. stress. Yeah. And high school bullshit. Yeah, right? exactly. I want a fucking home inspector to come sure. and give me a wink and a nod. Right. And be like, foundation looks good. <laughs> exactly, dude. Freemason, Freemasonry, the ultimate crew. Yes. The why ultimate Why aren't crew. we all in the fucking... Why aren't we doing this? Can you imagine? Why aren't we doing this? Okay, so now I'm thinking about this because I'm just thinking about the resources afforded to you by simply having access to the lodges. Yes. Shit, right? And having like... Probably, probably Lodge brothers who would think that it's somewhat novel that you're playing in a band, right? Yeah. And they're like, oh, this is interesting and cool and receptive to the idea of letting you use at least sort of the base level resources of your Lodge that to probably, facilitate they're that. They're probably fucking good buddies with Chuck Chirac. Probably are. You know, Chuck, my, my, buddy, my buddy Chuck can probably hook you up with some good oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, you can get it like, I'll get you a free he, he owns, he owns that, that music store, Sweetwater. Yeah. The one, the one that's outside of town. Yeah, I've known, I've known that guy for years. Oh, great! Yeah. I, I, listen, let me talk to Chuck. He'll get you set up. So why? Yeah, why aren't we all just joining Freemason lodges and then Dude, utilizing the thing, those resources? That's the thing. That's why these social clubs existed. Yes, was like so the people could get together and like network and fucking find a way around the man. Of course, yeah, right, right. Churches fucking do it. Yep, right. But I ain't going there. No, because no. that shit's for fucking pussies. Of course, right. Yeah. Um, and weirdos. Yeah. But Freemasonry? Uh-huh. Especially, especially yeah. if there's an alabaster bust of like a horned serpent in the basement. <laughs> you gotta be kidding me, of course. <laughs> I'm dude. all the fucking way in. Yeah. I've been looking at this for my whole fucking life. <laughs> yeah, right? Dude. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I'm getting a fucking furnace for pennies on the dollar and there's a ruby-eyed devil skeleton in the fucking basement. Yeah, man, it's a no-brainer. Right. Yeah, no, the, it started as a joke, and now I'm just going to join the Freemasons. <laughs> There's no fucking way I'm not. Yeah, of course. Yeah, this is just an obvious sort of like, duh, why didn't I think of this? And earlier? we should all, because then we all, we can all help each other out. We don't have to fucking piss and moan all the time yeah. about having to deal with this and that and the other. We know people that know how to get shit done. Right. And by socializing with them, we in turn learn how to get shit done. Right. In a way... That does not run afoul mm -hmm. of John Law. Exactly. And if it does, who cares? The fucking judge is the lodge fucking chief. <laughs> exactly, man. Yes. See, we got it all fixed. Dude, what the fuck? We've been fucking around. I've been fucking around my whole fucking life. I could have been a 33rd degree Mason by now. Yeah, me too. 
Right? Yeah. Bedecked in black velvet with fucking gold, gold fucking filigree. Yeah. Right? I could be the one. Yeah. Right? Got to get on it. We got to get on it, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to talk to my... See, I because I, I pull my little strings to get my dad benefits outside of the context of Freemasonry. Like, two of his favorite bands are, are touring together, Alkaline Trio and Drug Church. Yeah. So, of course, I called up the boys and said, hey, the Detroit show sold out. I didn't think it was going to sell out so fast. Get me and my pops into the show if you can. He loves you guys. He's never gotten to see you. He loves Alkaline Trio. This is a dream tour for him, right? So I scratched my dad's back. Oh, hey, we're going to the Alkaline right. Trio show. You're probably going to meet Skiba. Aren't you happy? That's right. Now I can approach him and say, hey. That's right. Listen, I get you into shows. That's right. I get you to meet these guys that you like. Yeah. What do I got to do? What do I got to do to be a Freemason? Right. You know? And not only that, but, like, then you get shit that fucking matters. Right. Right? Yep. Not just some bullshit fucking back patch. Right. So you can walk around with your fucking buddies. No, man. At some VFW hall show and crowd kill fucking blue-haired people wearing glasses. No, 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 no. No, 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 my friend. We get real-world benefits. Dude, I get real material benefits. Suddenly, I don't have to pay speeding tickets yeah. anymore. Yeah, that's right. You know? That's right. Yeah. That's right. You, you know what I fucking paid for this filet mignon? Less than you, I fucking guarantee it, because I know the chef. <laughs> He's my brother. That's right. All right, <laughs> let's listen to this SOS, this SOS material. Um, let's see. Uh, no song recommended, so let's just listen to the opening track. We're going to listen to Shot Dead for Exxon by SOS off of their demo. That was pretty good. That was fucking sick, man. Yeah. I, I really liked that a lot. Um, Shot Dead for Exxon by SOS. Off their demo. Yeah, I, I don't know how I missed I mean, I didn't miss it. I knew it came out. I just didn't get around to listening to it. But, yeah, this is sick. It, power violence adjacent. Not, not really, Not no. sticking to the blueprint. I would call this fast core. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, this is definitely more fast core. Still fucking good. Yeah. Again, classic, classic laments. You know, actually, like, I don't. You don't see so much of this sort of shit nowadays, like this sort of topic in a song as you wait in the 90s or something. Like yeah, yeah, that. yeah, for sure. I you know? agree. Yes. I like seeing the rise of anti-corporatism. Here's another thing. Mm -hmm. Like, people always bitch about the Masons and the threat, you know what I mean? Yeah. Why wouldn't you want in on it then? Uh, what what do you mean? What's the expound upon that the idea? Masons, the Illuminati, the fucking New World Order. Sure. Well, if, 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 if it's going to happen... Uh-huh. Why not get in on the fucking winning team? <laughs> well, I think I think that's the I think I think many people would say that's the immoral course, you know. Yeah. But uh, I will say on this show, we have long been vocal proponents of doing evil. <laughs> yes, we have. And of manifesting right. evil, right? I mean, if I let's just I'm just going to say, say I'm going to say little evil. Uh-huh. Right. I'm just going to say this, man. 
if I knew that there were a real-world organization I could join mm-hmm. who was genuinely dedicated mm-hmm. to the idea of sowing chaos and disorder through yes. esoteric means. Yes, <laughs> dude. Of course I'm going to join. Yes. Dude. like, And I, 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 I understand if you have moral qualms with that and you don't view me the same way after I take the plunge into said order. But... Boy, what a way to throw a wrench in the works of day-to-day mundanity. Yes, because that's the thing. We all hate it. Yeah. Right? We all hate dying for fucking Exxon. Right. Right? Yeah. We all hate going to a fucking wage slave job and doing that shit. Sure. So if I can find a way to get in with an org, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That somehow, right? Yes. Through For whatever end. Yeah. You know, starts to like just bubble up. Random, random stochasticity. Uh, oh, I'm in. Yeah, for sure. I mean, to me, it just it, it's like being part of the fucking uh, the League of Assassins or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, a Rachel Ghoul style organization. Yeah. I'm in. I'm I'm fully in. I, at, at this point, I think I would just view it as an extension of like my general uh, penchant for accelerationism. Yeah. You know what I mean? I okay, cool. Let me get in on well, the that's secret the thing society. Too. You get in on the get in with the secret society, but then. You know, like, of course, you're, you're, you're steering it, too. Yeah, of course. And anytime you're in a secret society, there's always factions set against one another. You know, there's always little corners within the society. Oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. Are, I mean, look at things like the fucking SS and shit. Yeah. They, and the SS versus the SA, they were all at each other's That's throats right. and shit. It's the same thing with the Masons. Yeah, it's the same thing, man. Everybody's, everybody's playing their own little game within a game. That's right. Right? So, yeah, I, I'm going to say... This is just, everything is, it's all connecting now. This, this episode is really illuminating a lot. <laughs> the illuminating. It, it, it is, a lot has been illuminating. Yes, yeah, for sure. Anyway, this is pretty fucking good. I'll listen to the rest yeah, of this Yeah, this tape. was good. Okay, what's, uh, what's up next? Five. All right, so this is The Breath with Reasonless Hate. Um, this is the band out of Japan that just put this out on Convulse in uh, <clears throat> in the beginning of this month. So February. That thing's in the fucking Masons, I'll tell you that much. What, the the, the demon that appears on the cover of the Breath 7 Hitting inch? the earth with a hammer? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And a hammer specifically, yes. one of the tools of the Masons. One of the tools of the Masonry. Yep. Hitting, the, hitting the solid stone of the earth. Right, yes. Shaping it. Mm-hmm. Everything is connected. (laughs) Um, So the title track is what we were suggested, so we're going to listen to Reasonless Hate off of the 7-inch of the same name by the band The Breath.
All right, that was Reasonless Hate off the 7-inch of the same name by The Breath from Japan. That was fucking sick. Yeah, what, do you don't like that? Of course you fucking like that. That's awesome, man. Also, I really like the fact that this references Youth Crew and Youth of Today specifically in the write-up, but one complaint that we often have is that many Youth Crew bands that followed in the wake of Youth of Today and that whole initial wave took the wrong lessons yeah, away. They where, go with the wrong thing. Whereas I think that the breath totally got it. Yeah, right. and it also sounded distinctly Japanese too. Like. Yes, yeah, for sure. Because the thing is, like, if you listen to some of that Burning Spirits shit, you know, I mean, there's a tendency, I think, for Westerners or for maybe, like, until recently at least, until that stuff became more uh, a part of the kind of hardcore canon at large. If I, you know, you talked about a band like, uh, like, like Bastard or or uh, Deathside or something like that, there was this tendency, I think, for people not in the know to assume that it is very just straight up like D-beat. It's, you know, distinctly Japanese in so many ways, et cetera, et cetera. And like, yeah, sure, there's a lot of D-beat in that stuff too. But there is just as much straight up American hardcore in in Bastard or Deathside or Gauze or any of those bands as there is Scandi D-Beat or anything sure. like that, right? And there's obvious youth crew influence in some of that shit. Like, you can hear it, the, the breakdowns and, like, the chord progressions and shit. So those Japanese dudes were into everything. And so I think that this felt very much in line with that, in that, like, yeah, this feels distinctly Japanese. It's frenetic, it's frantic, it's kind of unhinged and chaotic, it's loud and blown out, and the ways in which it's referencing sort of like the 80s American stuff feel like they're filtered through a distinctly Japanese lens, mm. which just lends this like uh, a, a, a particularly interesting edge that maybe an American band doing a similar thing wouldn't have, you know? Yeah. No, this is fucking great. I really like the vocals too. The vocals are fucking awesome. Yeah. So Because, yeah. again, you know, you're talking about referencing Youth of the Day, like Ray Capo, one of the most unhinged vocal performances in hardcore history, that, full stop. It, 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 like, just before they went into that, that, that outro section, yeah, and there was that little bit of a call out there, yeah, that sounded almost deliberately Ray Capo-ish. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but like, this is... But still, the vocals were fucking sick. This is sick. This is this is very sick. This, uh, you know, this is just uh, more proof, proof positive that uh, Adam at Convulse, more than anything else, just has a really good ear for curation. Because I didn't know about this band previously, um, and I should have. There's no reason that I shouldn't have known. Uh, so thanks to Adam for bringing it to our attention because it fucking rules. Um, all right, what's next? Four. All right, four is Roscop. They're split with Sick Destroyer. This is the band that Andy described to us as real grindcore. Yeah, they've been around for a minute. Yeah, this is out of Denver, Colorado. Um, yeah, I know this. I I know this name, but I don't know that I've ever actively listened to this band. This is one of those bands where I may very well have straight up seen this band at some point, but like, it just is not. Uh, it's not immediately jumping out to me. So uh, let's see. They got. Um, so the first song is like, okay, so the first song is actually three songs kind of all mashed into one. Um, do we do we want to go with that? Do we want to pick something else? Oh, man, yeah. It's only two two minutes and 18 seconds long. I mean, it's not a it's not an objectionable length. Yeah, of music. but I, I kind of, I think we should just go for one track. Okay, cool. So let's just listen to the second song on here then. So Oh, and, and there's a bunch of covers on here too. Is there? Yes. 
Um, oh, this is split with Sick Destroyer. Never mind. Yeah, this is a split with Sick I Destroyer. Going yeah, on. Yeah, 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 Never mind. Sure. I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, that's. I fine. was looking up information on the Masons. Oh, okay. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Um, okay, so maybe let's listen to the second song. Swamp on here. of Bile. Yeah. yeah. So we're gonna listen to Swamp of Bile by Roscop off of their split with Sick Destroyer. That was Swamp of Bile by Roscop off of their split with Sick Destroyer, which uh, came out uh, in January of this year, January 23rd, 2024. I would contend that Andy is correct. That is indeed real grindcore. That yeah, is. I mean, for sure. It's it's fully fleshed out, right? It's fully fleshed out, fairly unrelenting. Yeah. It's, it's not wholly reliant on goofy fucking gimmicks. Right, yeah. Right? It's it's largely not fucking around. Yes, exactly. Right? So uh, one thing that should uh, should be noted here is that this very notably features, um, let's see, uh, Eli um, from uh, Spectral Voice. Yeah, and Black Curse. Yeah, Spectral Voice, No Thought. Um, on vocals replacing Shane Hayes. Mm -hmm. So the new Spectral Voice just came out like two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. It's fucking awesome. Mm -hmm. So fucking good. Um, so Eli is a new addition to this band. Um, yeah, so this band's demo came out in 2006. That's what I said. They've been around for like, a while. They've got some splits. Damn near 20 years. I've got a few a few of the releases from like around 2009, some splits they have. Okay. So right on. Yeah, this was sick, man. Down-tuned, fucking grimy, well-produced fucking grind. Yeah. I, I, I don't know, man. If you're going to do it, this is how I want you to do it. Agree. Right? Yeah. I, I just, I, I don't know, man. I, I, I don't understand what's so fucking hard about that. I don't understand what's so fucking hard about a grindcore band just seriously take like like seriously fucking raging yeah me neither man this seems seems evident that this and is it's, the course it's why i'm so utterly dismissive the moment that i hear any fucking goofy shit yeah or see any goofy shit associated with a grind band yeah no doubt man this is just fucking sick ass why why, why would heavy why grind. would you want to play goofy fucking polka grind right when you could do this that it's the eternal question man i truly don't fucking know Right? Because this rips. Right. It's crushing. It's fucking fast. It right. sounds good. Right. Like, like. oh, I know. You know, I know bands like Eternal Rot and fucking Roscop and shit like that fucking rip, right? Yeah. But you know what? Check this out. Yeah. Right? right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, listen to my fucking... L listen, to my, listen to my fucking cookie crisp... My, my grindcore band is based on Cookie Crisp cereal. Yeah, it's with, it's with my buddy Jimmy Dick. He's uh, 53 years old, and he still has a dread mullet, and he smokes crack. Right. 
It's really good stuff, man. Yeah. You're going to like it a this lot. This is what, th- check this out. Here, we made burned CDRs for our show. Right. And we're doing a battle set with a band you've never heard of. Right. Actually, we're doing a four way battle set at a fest. Yeah. And also, everybody's going to be so drunk they can't stand. Right. Doesn't that sound fucking right. cool? Right. No, it doesn't. It sounds like my fucking nightmare. It sounds like a place I would want to drop an incendiary device on. Dude, if, if I was, if, if I go to another grind fest like that, yeah. I, I, I I would I would be disappointed if there wasn't like a fucking like mass shooting there. Yeah, agree. You know what I mean? I agree. Yeah, for sure. And I'll tell you what, mm. with the Masons, you might be able to make that happen. <laughs> you just might. All right. What's uh you know, us talking this way about the Masons is probably not. Well that's how they know we're fucking into it, dude. Okay, true. They know like, hey, listen, no one's gonna take these guys too seriously, but they do seem pretty fucking cool. You think, right, you think that's like, going to happen? Like, don't worry, they're not going to bring any heat to us, right? right yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's perfect foil, right? Right, because who's going to believe these fucking assholes? Who's going to believe that we have fucking we have we have pits of fucking burning blood in the basement of this building, right? Yeah, they'll never know because we got these fucking clowns up front, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Just let them have their tunnel con, right? Let them have their fucking tunnel con. Yeah, we're the perfect psyop, honestly. Yeah, we are. We yeah. are. Right? We're the perfect fucking cover. Let them have their Tumacon. Let the fucking let, let them have their buddies and their friends, you know, over to yeah. do some shit. Cuz cuz the public sees right. us and they're like, "Well, if anything really nefarious were, were going on at the Masons." Right. These guys wouldn't right. even be in. Right. And, and Escuela grinds thinking they're lucky fucking stars cuz suddenly the heat's off of them. Right, exactly. Right? Yeah. And yeah. then these old guys, these old fucking guys hanging out, right? Uh-huh. Like, yeah, sure, I can get you a fucking deal on that fucking, you know, engine replacement. Sure. It's not that big of a deal. Right. Right? They don't they don't fucking care because then they can do whatever they want. Right. Or everybody looks at us and says, Oh, the Masons are for fucking goofs. And and they can keep just greasing the palms of the fucking machinery of the uh of day to day like local and municipal government. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And we'll just be throwing tunnel count. That's right. Look, we're just a bunch of goofy guys. Right. All, literally, all I want is a fucking sick venue. Yeah. Right? And, like, a little bit of a fucking break on some expenses. Sure. Right? If I can get that out of the mix. If that means that I got to put on a suit once a month. <laughs> yeah. Right? Go hang out with those dudes. I'm sure they're pretty cool. Probably. Right? Yeah. They're probably chill enough. 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 Right. I bet they'd like some of our jokes. Go eat pizza with them. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I do get the I do get the impression that Mason meetings are kind of like uh, like lodge meetings are just glorified potlucks with old oh, men. For sure. You know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe I gotta go fucking play some pickleball. Sure. Whatever, Whatever man. Exercise. Yeah. No doubt. Right. They probably got a court at the fucking lodge. They probably fucking do. They legit, dude. You know how big those fucking lodges are? Yes. And you know how small what, a pickleball court is? What do you think they're using all those spaces for? Right. There's there there are limited ceremonial spaces in That's those right. in those lodges. Yeah. The lodge downtown is fucking immense. It's gigantic. It's one of the it's it's one of the like larger buildings. So it's not just a straight up skyscraper. And I've been in there like for a wedding reception yeah. before and like you're, I was in like the main banquet hall, and then you could go up to the place where the reception was, and like it was just like a cool, un, a room that had been unaltered since 1966, probably yeah. right with all the fucking furniture Sick. and like a kitchen awesome. and stuff. classic vintage. It was fucking awesome. All the same carpets, you know, all the same fucking decor on the That's walls, right. and that was just one tiny little corner of this massive complex. So what all do they have in there? Probably indoor tennis courts or pickleball courts or whatever the fuck. Right. Handball courts. Right. Basketball courts. Yes. 
Pool. They had pool tables. For sure they Dude, do. Dude, you know how much I would kill to just have a place to go just play pool whatever the fuck I wanted to? Yeah. Not in public? Yeah. It would be fucking awesome. I guess. Uh, that, that would be okay. I love, like, I love pool. Yeah. What's what's your what's your fucking beef with pool? It's kind of a bullshit game, no, dude. I don't what, what's bullshit about pool? It's fucking bullshit. How? Like it's a it's like, a blast. It's not a blast. It it's, is a blast. It's, it's just fucking fun. No, dude, pool is great. I fucking love pool. I'm not gonna sit here and watch listen to you besmirch one of the classic tabletop. Uh, you can go play pool. That's fine. Okay. I want to be a fucking ghoul. Lurking around the fucking wedding receptions. Well, that too, for sure. Because they do assign people to make sure that you don't wander off into any of the restricted parts of the building. I know, because you can't actually know what's going on. Right, yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. Oh, look, another fucking tub of child sinew. Right. I guess they're making more pickleball nets. Here's the thing, is like, even if they're not hiding anything particularly nefarious... I just appreciate the fact that they still go through the motions of being like, fuck you. I don't give a fuck that it's 2024. We're still keeping secrets. Dude, why not? Why not? Why not? Well, you can't just let everybody have everything. No, 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 no. Even if the secret is totally benign. Listen, I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. We we, we are in like an era of like, I think more than anything, more than any other time that I've been alive, yeah. right? Like the increasing sort of like, dehumanizing isolation that we think we all fucking want. Sure. Like, yo, I don't really care that much about, like, talking to fucking McDonald's workers when I go in for a burger. Yeah. But somehow that is better than standing at a screen that is just demoralizing and dehumanizing for everybody involved. No doubt. Right? Yeah. We, We all yearn for something like the Masons. It's true. We need it more than ever. I would agree. Right? Yeah. We need it more than ever. We do. If you're if you are hearing that, fellas, if you're hearing that, fellas, at the local Allen County Lodge, we're riding for you. We're riding for you out here, and we're not even we're not even down on the books yet, right? Right. So consider that when we come a knock in here pretty soon. Yeah. Um, I mean, just bring me in at like a, I don't know, like a twenty fifth level. Yeah. I don't know where you get brought in, at. dude. I bet you that I know just enough random like esoteric. Yeah. Trivia and bullshit. Yeah. So, um, I, I've learned enough at the secret college of life yeah. that I can just pull some shit out of my ass and be like, oh, well, this guy's probably actually like a 27th Mason. I've, I've read some Thomas Aquinas and shit. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I got right. some I got some weird, I got some weird like uh, fucking, right. you know, chat books of like esoteric yeah, knowledge that I've sure, picked dude. up. Dude, dude I've got a fucking book on witches and demonology on my shelf upstairs that was stolen from a Mason Lodge. Whoa, no shit. Yes. That's fucking cool. See, the fact that they got books on witches and demonology in there yes. tells me everything I need to know. Yes. I oh. mean, listen, man. I, too, am aware of the ossuary cathedrals over in Eastern Europe right? Yeah. and yearn to see them. And I think just having that knowledge and that desire yeah. automatically, 19. Here's the other thing. I, I long to have a secret that I just have to keep no matter what. I think that's a nice trait to have. It's it's a yes. fun it's a fun thing to throw into the mix in <laughs> your think, life. I think it also I think it also like like it's a test of your metal. It is a test of your metal for sure. You know, it's like I like the idea of people being like, "So what's the deal?" and be like, "Can't tell you, man. Sorry." I mean, I might be able to get you in. Wives, girlfriends, whatever. Yeah, I'm sorry, sorry, mm-hmm. honey. I can't tell you. 
It's for the boys only. Uh, it's for is, the fellas. Is this lipstick? No, it's blood. It's blood, actually. You also have a fallback. <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry. It's from a goat. <laughs> you have a fallback no matter what you're doing. Too. Uh -huh. You're just like, oh, I was. I had to go do Mason business. Yeah, sorry. Get out of social events. <sighs> I got to, I'm volunteering yeah. at the lodge. Man, I'd really like to come over for that barbecue with you and your friends in that deck building barbecue that you're doing. But uh, I got to go to the Mason's. Yep, I got an event at the lodge. Sorry. Sorry. And I can't tell you about it because, you know, secret. That's right. So, yeah, this is becoming more appealing every second. <laughs> okay, what's uh, what's next? One. All right, one is the new leaking head. So uh, they sent us just the, uh, the single off of the EP. So this is Get Rich and Die by Leaking Head off of their new EP. Um, this is a video directed by their homies in Clibis. I did watch the video. Um... I have some feelings about it, but we'll watch it and listen to the track and then reconvene and discuss it at length. Okay. and die by leaking head off of their new ep i really love this band i was man. gonna say this band is such a fucking sleeper they're such a cool fucking because band. they i mean listen tyler's our buddy yeah right, the guys are the guy we, we know the guy sure yeah we might get him in the lodge yeah we, we very well they want, I, I i think that these are guys that would want in the lodge no fucking doubt right yes absolutely yeah, right they would want in the lodge and yeah, this is the type. These are the type of folks we want in the lodge. Of course, yeah, 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 right? yeah, yeah. We want to propagate. Yeah, and so, but yeah, this is such a sleep a sleeper fucking band because it's Leaking Head is probably not the first band you think of. Yeah, right, right. When you're thinking of like current hardcore or whatever. Yes, man, they scratch a fucking itch. So, right. Yeah. It, it, it's it's identifiably hardcore <clears throat> that is also you know doing its own thing. Yes. You know? Yep, for sure, man. And pretty on point with, like, lyrics and, and everything. I actually kind of like the video. Um, I have for a long time wanted to do a full-on, like, business seminar presentation while we perform. Yeah, it'd be fucking awesome. And uh, now I can't. Yeah. So I before, before Roses, I'll give Thorns. I This is 
essentially it's just it's a lyric video yeah and i kind of always beef a lyric video it's just the idea of a lyric video rubs me the wrong way it feels like this very sort of uh contrived postmodern invention that feels a lot more like quote-unquote content than it does an actual music video well this felt a lot more like content than just the band's acting like the guys acting like they're playing while the lyrics show up on front in front of them right yes for sure i mean that's fucking awful that's right. the worst shit ever this feels like it's self-referential in a way like it's it's self-parroting it is maybe parroting the very idea of a lyric video so like i this gets some this gets some points from me in that front but on that front but a lyric video always kind of raises my hackles a little bit. So I could probably do without the visual accompaniment to this track, but that's just personal preference. Um, this band is fucking rules, man. I really love this band. They have also gotten progressively better since we first yeah. heard them on the show like several years ago. When we played their record release show a couple years back in Rochester, I was genuinely impressed with them. I think they're fucking awesome. Cougar is such a good front person. Um, Jake's leads are fucking awesome. Yeah. Like... There's a lot of there's a lot of gizm in this band mm -hmm. in a way that is actually detectable, which is not something you can say for almost any contemporary hardcore punk bands. I also like the fact that this shit is intentionally lo-fi in a way that creates like a genuine barrier to entry for casuals because under the wall of noise and that din the riffs are straight up phenomenal. Right. That, that, that exactly. Yeah. Right. Like the riffs are great. And you have to, this demands that you actually pay attention a, to what there, is happening. There's just, there's just some levels of fucking grime on there that you got to, like, be willing to wade through to yes. get in. And I think... And that's, that's fucking perfect. I think the other thing about this band that is so cool to me is that on its face, if you just look at the collection of guys playing this music... Like, you look at Gary, or Gary, U.S. Bombs, I'm so used to fucking listening to Kings of Punk. You look at Tim, and you look at Tyler, and you look at Jake and Cougar. Like, they're people where the fact that they, they, they just look away together, right? Like, they look very cool together without actually looking cool, which is not uh, me casting aspersions or throwing shade. There's just, like, like Tim's pants that are fucking, like, they look safety pinned onto his body. They just look like scummy fucking townie dudes. That's what I'm saying. And the fact that, like, this group of dudes who are so unassuming, like, on their face are in a band that rips this hard and gets it this much yeah. is just such a testament to, like, what makes hardcore so cool. Yeah. Because, like, one thing I talk about a lot is when I'm speaking about the band 86 Mentality is that when I was a kid getting into that band, you know, you think about the imagery associated with that band, like the skinhead hardcore shit and whatever. And, yeah, like the vocalist of that band is like a jean jacket, fucking Doc Martin skinhead dude that fits that perfectly. Mm -hmm. But the guitarist was a guy who was also in, like, Crispus Attics and shit, and he looks so fucking stupid that it's remarkable. He's wearing, like, shin-length shorts, and he has, like, a flop haircut yeah. and, like, an extra medium T-shirt in all of these videos of 86 Mentality around, you know, 2004, 2005. And this dude was writing some of the most timeless, hard-as-nails hardcore punk that has been put to tape in, like, the last 25 years, looking like the most unassuming, stupidly dressed motherfucker you could ever run across. It's the pig champion effect. Right, exactly. There's no fucking way that you don't, that, that like, you don't know who Boys and ID is, you don't know who these people are, and you look at pig champion and you think, 
that dude fucking kills it. Right, exactly. And that I, dude is killing himself. Right, yeah, 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 for sure. And that is a component of Leaking Head that I think just adds to their sort of mystique and their cool factor mm. is that they're just a bunch of goobers that landed on something this fucking sick. And they all work together as a unit to create something that is way more than the sum of its parts. And they all work together at a muffler shop, too. <laughs> that as well, for sure. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> okay. So let's listen to one more track and then uh, listen to some uh, some voicemails. All right. Three. All right. Three is Arette, who I, I thought we had this band on the show. Like, I was pretty sure that we did, actually. I think we had the, oh, never mind. That's the label. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. We at least had him in the queue. We okay. at the very least. I mean, had him this in the is queue. like fucking brand new. Yeah, this just came out on February twelfth. So we may have had their demo on the show when it came out. Like, I don't know, a couple yeah. of years ago. Well, the demo came out on you know the same label on the the venerable seventeen fifty three. We also just may have uh, had it in the queue. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It came out. Yeah. August 22nd, 2022. So Reuter says, uh, listen to the title track. So we're going to listen to The Madness off of the release of the same name by the band Arette. off of the release of the same name by the band Arat, maybe Arit, maybe Arate, I'm not sure. Um, this is members of Repeat Offender, SOH, other bands. Yeah, I thought this was real solid, man. The guitar work is really cool. Liked how energetic it was. Liked how indebted to death rock specifically mm, this was. Yeah. Not just like the sort of amorphous 
postmodern interpretation of like dark wave or post punk or goth rock. This was like this is a West Coast band who is playing West Coast death rock. Yeah, the vocals sounded great. Particularly good on. Imagine this. how great this would sound in the big hall at the at the Masonic Lodge. For sure. Hopefully, we'll get to find out yeah. because once we have access to that lodge, we're bringing it through every band that every we want to. Can. Yeah. Because right now. Uh, yo, spoiler, it's just been pretty tough, actually, to lock down venues. I got some shows that I'm working on for the spring and summer, and it's tough because we just have a dearth of venues. We got a VFW hall that a couple people are booking at that can only do shows on Saturdays, and they got the shows they want to do. We got a pizza shop yeah. that'll let us do shows every once in a while. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So it's not so easy. If we had access to a fucking Mason Lodge, Suddenly yeah. the, the problem is solved. Yeah, and I don't even have to fight in a foreign war to be a member. Exactly, man. Yeah, exactly. All I got to do is proclaim belief in a higher being. Right, which... Sure. I mean, for all we know, it's fucking Gog and Magog. That's right. It's the You know what I mean? It's, it's a Black Lodge. Right, exactly. Fuck, man. Right? I can't wait to find out what dark entities they worship. Right. Because I will, I will pledge myself... Fully to their service. Sure. If if I find out, I'm just saying now because once I'm in, I won't be able to reveal any secrets. But just just so everyone in the sound of my voice knows, if I reach the top and they say, "Hey, you know, we pledge ourselves to like a fucking Lord of the Nine Hells," yeah, I'm pledging fealty. Yeah. Like it's like it's, like, it's like hey, um, you know you know that um, you know the album art for. Uh, Arise, yeah, that Sepultura album, yeah, that's actually a photograph. God, how how much would I love to learn that? <laughs> right. you know? yeah. yeah. Anyway, this is great. This was fucking good. This yeah. was fun. Yes, Death Rock. It's not just an airy post thing, right? Right. I like that. There's some teeth to this. There's a little. Yeah, it, it, it held on to a little. A, a, it held on to, to to some aggression. Yes. Um, to some attitude. Yeah. Uh, we've heard a lot. Of this sort of stuff, so it's not hitting me the same way that this would have, right? You know, three years ago, sure. Now, you know, if this was coming out of like fucking France or something three years ago or, or, or wherever, yeah. But uh, nevertheless, I would. I'm never disappointed to hear something like this. Wouldn't certainly not be disappointed to see a band like this. Sure, and I'm always happy, as I've stated on the show many times, to hear bands from a region that sound like they're from a region. And I think recently California has been leaning into this a little bit more. Like that new Bloodstains record just came out, and I haven't listened to it yet, but Reuter was at the release show for it and sent me some live footage, and they look the part. They look like dudes that we'd be playing. Have they done anything since that demo that we really fucking liked? I think it's just the the just the just recording they just dropped. Yeah. that was. I think that might, uh, might have been no, the first What's this antisocial thing? Is that? Yeah, that's a that's a single off of. There's the, three tracks, and then there's the Bloodstains, full release, fucking sold out, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Th I really like this band. I forgot all about them until you just mentioned them. Yeah, Bloodstains are fucking awesome. Um, so yeah, I just I like the fact that there are bands from California coming out right now that are actively trying to sound like they're from California. Cosmic Joke is another one. They just did like a split release between Hardlore and Triple B. Um, and I know Mac, who plays in that band. It's not necessarily fully my speed at every moment, but like they are a Californian band that sounds like they're from California, which I appreciate a lot. So, um, all right, let's let's uh, let's hit some voicemails and, uh, and then call it a night. Hey, guys. Uh, yeah, it's fair to tell me to can't... Uh what would be the phrase? Can't leave the yard or can't come into the house if I'm using too long. 
of time. Well, the classic when you were phrase. saying how I, my rant was too long. It was stupid. I'm glad you didn't play it. But uh, I did some small research on Kanye's freak dentist. Uh, I guess the guy got the pass to use the word from OBJ or Odell Beckham Jr. and started saying it, moved to L.A., got celebrity clientele, and did actually start tattooing himself, as you guys guessed. And this was all within the past three years. So we went from a weird racist white man in uh, Detroit to an even more weirder psycho freak. In L.A. So, uh, shout out Thomas Donnelly. A real G. Uh, yeah. Peace. That's all I got. Also, I'm convinced a bunch of R.A.B.M. guys that think they're anarchists to listen to some Argus slant. And one kid said he liked it. So, that's chill. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah. The classic trick. Yeah. The classic trick. We've long talked about it. Putting on, putting on racist music at a, at a party. And then when everybody's bobbing their heads along saying, what is this? And you, you like this. Well, you're listening to music by racists. <laughs> That's right. And you like it. This is racist music, this my friend. What's that say about you? What's that say about you, I pal? personally don't like it. I personally don't I like it. I am aware of it for my own protection. But right. you apparently like it. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh, I like getting a little backstory on the weird celebrity dentist guy. Yeah. Who evidently, according to Sutton, which uh, this is a spurious claim, right? But... Yeah, according to Sutton, says the N-word. <laughs> so good for him, I guess. <laughs> Started saying the N-word, moved to L.A., tattooed himself, and become a weird celebrity dentist guy. Wait, 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 wait. He left Detroit because he started saying not because he started. I think I think that was, I don't think those two things are related. Right? Okay, <laughs> I don't think those two things are related. I'm gonna take this show on the road. Got <laughs> this. Got this word. I <laughs> yo guys, you'll never believe this word I just learned. I gotta fucking spread the gospel. Hey, listen, <laughs> listen to this word. Hey, check this out, guys. This word is fucking cool, man. You can use it to spice up any old sentence. Yeah. All right, I think we got here. Uh, we got one here from Zach. Let's let's listen to this one. Oh, hey, this it's, is too. This is too late. I don't think we need to play this. Sorry, hey. dude. We were uh, out. Gray was sick. Last I, week. I was sick. I'm sorry. I forgot. I told you that he texted me and was like, "Hey, man, can I get this into the show?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, for sure." And then uh, we didn't record that week because I was sick and still kind of am. Don't uh, uh, don't let that discourage you, though. Yeah, we I, still offer our platform. Yeah, 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 for sure. And by all accounts, uh, the shows that Zach did looked fucking awesome. So yeah. there, there you go. Um, all right, let's 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 uh, let's hear this one. Hey, Nate and Gray. So um, I'm a uh, I'm in my 20s, and I don't know what what One Life Crew is, uh, but I, I I'd like to know why they don't just say slurs, because I, I look at their Instagram and they just call people fruit, and uh, I don't know what the deal with that is. Also, uh, Jesus Christ, I'm having a fucking stroke. You fast face. What is it? What 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 is the acronym fast for a stroke? Oh, I don't know. I don't right. know, but I I know I know what you're referencing, right. but I don't know off the top face, of my head. Yeah, face is looking weird. Uh huh. Right. Um. A. Your speech is all fucked up. Okay. And time, you got to get on it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I thought that was, I thought that one was going to stand for toast. No, because if you smell toast, if you smell toast, that's not good either. It is good actually. Well, yeah, for sure. But <laughs> but if you're smelling burning toast and it's accompanying the other symptoms, are you, you sure about that? 
Yeah, I'm positive. I don't know. I watched my grandmother have two strokes, and she never said she smelled toast once. I don't think it applies in every instance. I think it's just one of the symptoms you might have. Um, so we have a follow-up text from this individual that says, the question I blanked out on during that voicemail about OLC is, who is Dwid? So, okay, so I should provide some context. There's currently ongoing, I mean, there's been ongoing animus and beef between one life crew, specifically Chubby Fresh and Dwid from Is this current internet stuff. Yes. I'm all the way out. Right. And Dwid from integrity for many, many, many years, like since the nineties. Yeah. Right. And currently they're internet beefing and like Chubbs has said like, Hey, I'll, I'll, I agree. I would, I will agree to fight Dwid in a boxing match, <laughs> but Dwid won't agree to it. And et cetera, et cetera. It's there's years of nonsense lore from these two fucking maniacs. Just, constantly just throwing barbs at each other and recently because one life crew has more notoriety than they should at this moment because crime ridden society they're classic their 1995 victory records magnum opus is finally available and streaming for the first time in a very very long time and they reissued the lp etc etc which i think they did illegally because i don't think they actually have the rights to that record but whatever the fuck i don't give a shit um olc chubbs specifically and mean steve they mistakenly believe that they're, like, back in the spotlight right. somehow. Look, these group of idiots just made a really good record one time. It's a recipe for disaster when 50-year-old men suddenly think they're cool again. Yes, it's horrible, man. So they're posting a lot. Chubbs is posting a lot. His videos have been getting shared to the Demolist and Facebook group quite a lot. Um, I, it's hard to provide the necessary context for this. We've talked about them on the show before. One Life Crew is what I just said, a group of fucking doofuses from Cleveland, Ohio, who played in a band that released a really good demo called Reality Check and a really good record called Crime Ridden Society back in 1995. Uh, they had a, a racist anti-immigration song on the record, which is kind of par for the course in hardcore during that period of time. But the shifting social tenor of the 90s said, no way, Jose, we're not rocking with the public assistances and the foreign job lots of the world anymore. And you guys seem to really fucking mean it too. And they kind of got pushed the periphery of hardcore. So regardless of the fact that they put out a really, really good, in my opinion, one of the best hardcore records in the 90s, their clownishness has just superseded any sort of positive legacy that that record could have left behind. And now the fact that they just cry and bitch on the internet all day, every day continues to tarnish any legacy that they may have had. Yeah. Um, why they don't just say slurs, they do. In the video that got shared today, I, I will say I'm going to have to list, li lift this one from Chubbs. Um, he describes a guy as a bit of a fagarunski, <laughs> which I thought was pretty good. Um, I don't know. They, they're they the classic sort of like middle-aged, uh, like Midwestern, like soft racists who don't cop to the uglier parts of their beliefs for whatever reason, right? So that's why they don't, because they still operate under the the probably false self, genuinely held false self-belief that they're like, they're, I'm not racist. I'm not racist. I'm just a guy with ideas, you know? Yeah. I'm just a guy with some thoughts about things, man. You don't have to be black to be, you right. know. It, that's, that's literally how I have described One Life Crew before, is they're the guys who say, man, I just call any ignorant person that word, man. 
Don't matter black, white, Asian, fucking purple, brown, yellow, man. I fucking hate everyone equally. That's right. They're those fucking guys. And it's just like, well, actually, I think you hate some people more than others. And I bet you're not calling the white guy that cut you off in traffic the N-word. Right. I bet not, pal. So they're that kind of just like old world, like milk toast conservative racist who just unfortunately happened to make one really good record. Yeah. So What are you going to do, man? What are you going to do? That's that's all the context you need. Okay, so let's see. We got some we got some more text. When you're sitting down recording this podcast, do you two ever listen to each other waffling on about bullshit and just think, man, I wish this motherfucker would shut the fuck <laughs> up? <laughs> ah, nah, man. I've, I've been around Nate for so long, for so many years. I... I, I if I didn't like being around, around him this much, I simply wouldn't be. You know, what do you think? What do you? No, I think you usually just zone. <laughs> you just zone out. If I, I sometimes just kind of zone out. Yeah, sure. If I'm ever talking about anything, you really don't. When you were fuck. when yeah, like when you were talking about Chubby Fresh, I was just looking at pictures of him. Right. Yeah. You know. Which is never disappointing. You can find some good pictures of Chubbs in the '90s smoking some cigars yeah. and shit. Yeah. Um. All right. So here we have a screenshot of what appears to be an Instagram account uh tackle box tracheotomy pescatarian okay i'm into it with the question what's next paleo punk keto hardcore um i have to imagine that pescatarian beatdown is uh is a joke it is a joke but if not it only goes so far right yeah yeah. What that joke? Yeah, yeah, not very. Right here, that's all yeah, the that's, further that's, it goes. That's it. This is all the legs you right. got. Just the phrase "pescatarian beatdown." Yeah. We don't need a demo. Yeah, with songs about it. But you're gonna get it because the band is called Tackle Box Tracheotomy. Yeah. So it seems like this is a fishing themed beatdown. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, this shit has gotten too far, man. Yeah, like to... the phrase "pescatarian beatdown" is just an interesting juxtaposition. Sure. Yeah. We don't need to expound upon it. No, not at all. Um, here's a, oh, here's a classically styled, like, math textbook question. If it takes one second to throw a spin kick in a pit, and that pit has 15 hooded moshers throwing spin kicks 24 hours a day, every day, for five years, how long does it take the hooded mosher to throw six million spin kicks? (laughs) Well, if anybody wants to do that math, I'll read it back to you. If it takes one second to throw a spin kick in a pit, and that pit has 15 hooded moshers throwing spin kicks 24 hours a day, Every day for five years, how long does it take the hooded moshers to throw six million spins? It says, how long does it take a hooded mosher? Yeah, but I think that's a typo. I mean, this is the same guy who was sending us pictures of Grimace in the concentration camps. At that point, it doesn't matter how many hooded moshers there are. Right. It's a a, uh, totally immaterial component of the question. Right. 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 Because you're asking how long it takes one. Right. If anyone wants to do that math, feel free. Well, it'll take you 69 and a, half, a little less than 69 and a half days for one hooded mosher to throw a spin kick every second. Okay. Six million spin kicks. Okay. So. There you go. And that, halfway there for you. Okay. Um, Sutton says, if you're over 35 and wear a patch slash battle jacket, I hope someone puts you down. But also, thoughts that Kanye's black metal turn is just evolution and growth stemming from his father's Black Panther roots and ideology he grew up on. I think his dad was a big fan of, like, first wave black metal, too. Yeah, no doubt. No, I don't think there's any... I don't think that this is... Uh, I No. I, I mean, I, I, I guess what if you're asking if, like... This is an extension of like a, a, a long-rooted history of anti-Semitism in Black revolutionary movements. 
Sure, yeah, maybe in the same way that the sort of anti-Semitism of Public Enemy or, or any of those bands is like in line with that sort of historical context, yeah, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't think at this point in Kanye's life to um, ascribe a whole lot of meaning or intent to the vast majority of what he does. I think he's just a dude who is very rich, um, unregulated by the sort of rules of general, like, of the real world, of the of the of the plebeian, and uh, also kind of out of his mind. He just well, follows also, whatever also, his muse is at any given moment. Yeah, you know, I don't even think it's that deep. I think he's just very obviously very much into self promotion. Sure, there's and, that, and uh, would do literally anything to get a rise. Yeah, there's that too. Right? Yeah, sure. Uh, yo, am I being a subconscious hater because it's on pure noise, or is that new chiseled r- chisel record not very good? I have not listened to the record yet. I heard one single off of it, and I thought that it was real good. I think the move to pure noise is not very sick, just because like it, it's not a label with like a lot of underground cachet, and I understand that they're a bigger label. At this point, probably pretty closely adjacent to just being a major or being at least distributed through major label networks. Um, bands I know are on that label. I know Drug Church is on that label. They are a genuinely big label at this point, and I'm sure the Chisel is going to get a lot more short-term opportunities and just budget, like marketing money thrown behind them uh, for videos and tours and tour vans and stuff like that. And I certainly understand the appeal of doing that if you're a band that wants to exist as like a real touring unit. Like I, I understand... I understand the basic attraction of having a label that is bigger with more resources, but I do think for a band like The Chisel, I just think historically like pivoting to labels with less cachet but more resources usually hurts you on a longer timeline because it's more difficult to go back um, after you've made that jump, both for you in terms of just what you're used to and in sort of regaining some sort of... uh, like un, quote unquote underground credibility, but I may be operating under a premise that's just outdated too. Yeah, you know I don't know. I, mean? I don't know. I, I I don't care. You know, I haven't listened to it. Um, but like, you know, the business of punk rock couldn't interest me less. Sure. Um, and uh, if a band stops being relevant for whatever reason, I'll just stop listening. They to them. just don't exist anymore. Yeah, for I, sure. I don't care. Yeah, and frankly, if the record's good, I just don't. I, I I don't give a shit either way. Wherever they land, I don't really give a fuck. I haven't gotten around to listening to the record yet, but I thought the single was real good. So, um, okay, we got here a, a screenshot from uh, from the Copper Files Reddit uh, poop loving couple. Wife and I in a dilemma. Accidentally left a mess at the Airbnb. We are at the airport right now, having been at a nursing conference for a week out of state. We rented an upscale Airbnb, and being a practice scat couple, made quite a few messes. Experienced in this. Quotes are uh, parenthetical. We've been playing with shit for 15-plus years. We have an ironclad cleanup routine and, in probably 50 rentals, have never been caught, despite shitting extensively all around inside properties. We highly respect the owners of the properties we stay in and, of course, believe our fetish shouldn't become their issue. We, uh, we leave each property with no traces, however. Okay, interesting. So I guess if anybody wants to do any more research on that particular case, you can look that up on the r slash coprophiles uh, subreddit, although I personally would not visit that. No, I don't. I, That's, sh- that, that, shit listen, is beyond the pale for me. It is beyond the pale. It is, it is, it is subhuman. Yeah, man. Um, um, I, it, it never ceases to amaze me. It never ceases to amaze me how people prevent, like, try to present whatever it is, right? Yeah. Like, they try to present 
a per a, a, a perfectly reasonable face on whatever like uncontrollable disgusting compulsion they have yeah yeah yeah, for sure right yeah i here's a guy here's a good idea just don't engage in your god-awful fucking sex life for a couple days that's the simple solution right don't shit in the rental property right 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 that's simple right and if you can't help yourself right if you truly can't stop yourself then that there's a problem it's time for you to go to the re-education camps right because my i just was having this conversation the other day is that and this isn't this is not doing so in public but i think it's closely adjacent enough to it that you're going to the re-education camps too you're also going to the gulag but i think anybody that displays their sexual fetish in a public setting not expressly for that right now i'm not talking about a fetish club or something like that i'm talking about if you walk around uh, in public on a leash or something like that if you if you subject others to your sexual fetishes in a public setting you're going to the re-education camps i think everybody should stand at minimum arms distance away from each other Uh i don't want to be subjected to anything that you might do in your private life no no right that's that's for you only. I I, 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 I would prefer that I'd prefer to live in the false reality that you were just an you know, I, I guess inert lump. Yeah, of course. With I would no desire that I that need that I need to ponder. Yeah. Like, no. Hey, just can't help but fucking rape hobos every fucking weekend. My wife and I were at a conference, we grabbed some hobos, <laughs> fucked the shit out of them all over an Airbnb. <laughs> Right? There's blood and fucking garbage and BO everywhere, but we always clean things up. I swear we don't have a problem. <laughs> Perfectly fucking normal. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Well, on that note, let's call it for the evening. Thanks to everybody who tunes in. Hopefully, uh, hopefully this time next week you're going to be listening to two guys that are... Uh, one step closer. Yeah, I think it's gonna. I think I think it's gonna take a little longer. A, a week. Sure, I'm saying, but just we're gonna we're gonna inch ever closer. I wonder what the dues are, because that might be the make. That's or break. the make or break for me, right? Because I gotta find out what the dues are. You right? know, there's dues. I of course. There's I mean, always dues. Listen. Yeah. The only reason that these men are getting together in any way, yeah, ultimately, uh-huh. whatever is slithering around in the sub basement, right. Is moolah. Yes, that is absolutely <laughs> That's true. It. Yes, there's no doubt about that. I'll have to find out what the dues are like for my pops. Yeah. And if they're reasonable enough, then we'll take the next step. That's right. All right, we'll see you next week.